right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Kingdom Conscience Conversations podcast. I'm your host again, Selena Gill Bowie, and I have a a wonderful guest um, in store for for you all today. Um, Her name is Lady Katrina Tillman, First Lady of the First Trinity Missionary Baptist Church here in Flint, Michigan. How are you? Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. (laughs) Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. She is a busy lady, as you're going to see (laughs) as our interview goes on. Um, But I'm so glad that God saw fit for us to connect and and share a little bit today. So before we start, Lady Tillman, for anybody who is maybe under a rock and doesn't know who you are, (laughs) could you introduce yourself to our audience, please? Not under a rock. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello to your audience. Uh, First, thank you again for um, extending this invitation to me. I I count it all joy. Um, I am Katrina Tillman. I am the wife, the proud wife of Pastor Ezra Tillman, um, where he serves at First Trinity Missionary Baptist Church, downtown Flint. I am the mother to four amazing sons, um, Ezra III, Micah, Isaac, and Luke, age range from 13 to four, um, as well as my nephew is here with us. So I'm literally the only <laughs> woman in the house. Uh, <laughs> I'm also the uh, executive director or CEO of Revive Community Health Center, um, and that's also located downtown Flint. Um, I have my own business, uh, which is actually called She Ministries. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see, I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And yeah, that's 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 enough for now. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, I told you all, she has a lot on her plate. And so, you know, one of our focuses for the Kingdom Conscience Conversations podcast is really to um, showcase and focus people who pursue excellence, not just in the kingdom, but also in the marketplace and business. And, you know, I've been, you know, I had the privilege to follow you um, via Instagram. And so I see a lot that you do. And I said, man, I have to get her on here because you are a great example of what kingdom uh, should look like. You and, and your husband, you all work as a team. I mean, I can see that clearly. Um, through your posts. And so we're just going to talk about a little bit of what you guys are doing. Now, I was reading your bio Mm -hmm. and it told me that you resigned from a 10-year job of advertising and marketing. Yes. I'm like, what? (laughs) I want to ask you, was that difficult to do? You did that to, um, you know, pursue when your husband was moving on in pastoral ship and you said, I'm going to resign. I'm going to dedicate, you know, helping him. Was yeah. that difficult for you to do? You know, it was not. Um, it, it just made more sense for us. Um, okay. At that time, um, I was, well, my career started at General Motors and then I moved over to Ford Motor Company and their um um, advertising department. And then at that time we had two sons and I was pregnant with our third. Wow. And my husband had got called to pastor, um, a church, which was his first assignment, um, in Cleveland Heights, Ohio. 
Hmm. And so we, it's a, it's a, a <laughs> amazing testimony, but for a year and a half, we commuted back and forth to Cleveland, um, his first year of pastoralship and right. from Detroit every wow. weekend. Um, at first it was fun. You know, you get a hotel room. It was like a little getaway, but after a while that, that played out real right. quick <laughs> because it's like you was living out of a suitcase and we had the boys and then we got pregnant. And so um, at that time, it just it just made more sense for financially for us to um, for me to come off my job. I, I am blessed uh, to be a mother. Um, it's something that God has always revealed to me, even at a young age, that I would be a mother. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I wanted to be at home with, with our sons. And um, I, I don't call it a stay at home mom. I call it a domestic engineer. Oh, so, <laughs> I love it. So I, I went from 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 uh, corporate America to being a domestic engineer at home. There you go, um, and just you know, really cultivating the household and and being there to see those milestones with our sons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, it just it just made more sense. Now it wasn't difficult to make the decision. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know how difficult being a domestic engineer really was because it's glamorized so much. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the hardest job I've ever had to be honest. Um, being, being a, a domestic engineer or a stay at home mom, um, because this is just so much to keep up with. <laughs> um, especially when you have multiple children. So the decision itself wasn't difficult, but, um, you know, it did take some adjustment, um, for me, um, personally. Well, I tell you, you make it look you make it look easy. God has definitely graced you for it. And, you know, again, I know we don't see we don't know everything, but the snippets that I do see, I mean, it seems like you're doing an amazing job. And um, that little Luke, I love him. (laughs) Hey, listen, I I back him up, tell him I play. I can. So when he starts going on his engagements. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But I love it. I love it. I really love everything that you represent. Uh, I want to move uh, on to your uh, devotional, um, Her Walk, The Journey Within, yes. 31-day devotional. I want you to share a little bit about um, this. When I was reading through it, some um, some of the ones really stood out, like uh, the st- what your stilettos taught you. Oh, a lesson from my stilettos. Lesson from my stilettos. That was day 15, yes. <laughs> And also uh, find her keeper. Those are one, two that really stood out to me because it seems that throughout the devotional, you're really um, pushing the importance of balance. Yes. And also the importance of finding your identity and your purpose in the word of God, which is so crucial nowadays. Yes. You know, people try to find their identity in so many things. Um, but the word of God is what we need more of. So can you talk a little bit about um, how this project came about and, um, you know, what was the story behind you you pinning this? Yeah, so her walk is, you know, that year I say I was pregnant with twins because we were physically pregnant with our fourth son, Luke, and um, God had kind of pushed me to to produce this book and to give birth to, to this book, which was something that he had placed in me years ago when we were in Cleveland. Mm. And um, I just never, well, I started the process. I used to do these things on Facebook called word of the day. 
uh-huh. and uh, I would take a scripture and then I would just, you know, kind of put, I wouldn't add to it, but I would just put, you know, my little word, word of the day with it. Yeah. And it, it really took off. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to take all of these down and make a devotional. Lo and behold, to this day, I cannot find, I emailed all of them to me. I couldn't find it. And it was just, I felt like it was Holy Spirit way of just telling me to start fresh. Ooh, and gosh. I was at this space mentally um, where I was trying to find balance. And so God used, used my personal experience to kind of um, help me through that process in writing. Mm-hmm. And so what you're reading is, is really God's way of ministering to me. And I'm just writing it out in the book. Wow. Um, is you know, I, I think that as women, one of the things that we always, um, we all have in common is, you know, finding the potential in everybody else and pouring out into everybody else. And it's so easy for us to lose ourselves. And I was that woman. I was that wife who had a, 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 a happy marriage, who loved her husband, who her husband was loyal to her, who had the house, the kids, even the dog. Mm-hmm. But yet, and still, I felt an emptiness. Um, and it was because I, I did not, I had not yet identified what my purpose was. Um, and so it's easy being a wife and a mom to get lost in, in, in the life of your husband in the life of, of being a mom and cultivating and developing your children. And then when it comes to you, it's like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I like, you know, I'm so caught up in the kids world that it's hard for me to take time for myself. And when I do take time for myself, I feel guilty for doing it. And so, um, the find her, keep her is one of my most sought out devotionals, especially when I do book signings or live reads, they always want to hear me read that one because it it speaks to, I, I feel that it speaks to every woman, a woman that, that has been lost, but once you find her, you have to keep her. Mm, oh, absolutely. And if you allow me to just read a little bit of um, that find her keeper on page 83. I'm just, I hope you're okay with it. Oh, just, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> it says, seeking God and praying for my purpose to be revealed to me began to establish some balance in my life, which I must say has always been on my bucket list. Find balance. And that's one of my major questions for you. I mean, there is so much you do. And I, I guess I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but it seems to be the appropriate time. Mm-hmm. How do you balance your responsibilities? Pastor's wife, mother of four boys or five, business leader. Um, and I mean, the list goes on and on. Author. Um, and I'm sure you you could put in counselor because as a pastor's wife, you got to step in that role sometimes. Mm-hmm. How do you maintain your commitment to the kingdom? while doing all of that that you're doing yeah so um it's it's definitely taking some adjustment um Mm -hmm. i am definitely um kingdom minded first yes and i had to learn that to be honest um you know i've I've always been a child of god um but you know in, in in full transparency sometimes you know life has its own way of making a schedule for you you're right. And and I've 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 been open and honest and saying there's been times even as a pastor's wife where I did not open my Bible until Sunday. 
mm-hmm. when he got up to preach simply because life has this way of keeping you busy, you know, throughout the week. It's like you're trying to find time. You you have that desire, that yearning to get closer to God, um, but you just can't find the time. Well, I had to learn, even in the process of writing a book, I was pregnant, um, <clears throat> seven, eight uh, months pregnant, um, and God will wake me up at 4 a.m. To, to write this book. So much so that my husband had to put like a little desk in our room so I wouldn't have to walk downstairs. Mm. And through my writing process, I learned and discovered, and it really wasn't a discovery. It was something that I always knew. I guess I, I have to rephrase that and say I submitted to the fact that it's not about you finding time for God. It's about making time for God. And once I began to really make my relationship with God a priority, that's when I began to feel balance. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know if if being balanced is something that we can ever accomplish, but finding a, a certain level of peace, peace. Um, and finding a certain level of contentment mm-hmm. um, is, is something that, that I have discovered and have experienced when I decided to put God first and make him a priority. And so what does that look like? Well, I'm not a morning person by no means, um, but I don't want to be a trifling mama where my kids ain't going to school. So I got to get up to make sure they get together. Right. But that looks like waking up at 6 a.m. or 5 Mm a.m. just to have my quality time with God. Um, before I get my day started, before I can make the excuse that I don't have time. No, you have to make time. There's 24 hours in a day Mm -hmm. and we'll make time to sit on Instagram. We'll make time to be on Clubhouse, to be on Facebook, Mm -hmm. but you have to make time for God. If he is truly um, who you say he is to you, then we have to make time and, and really develop and cultivate that relationship. And so for me, um, I know when I'm not balanced, it's a, it's a feeling that Holy Spirit gives me, an internal physical feeling that I, I know I'm not in tune because I haven't been in my word. I haven't had my devotional time with him. Mm-hmm. And so anytime he nudges me and let me know, hey, you off centered, you got to get back to me. That's when I know that, you know, it's, it's, it's a matter of getting in my word, spending that alone time with God. Amen. And really, I think the key, what you said is sometimes it's not the balance, it's the peace. And when you get that peace, then the balance comes. And and you said, make time. We always, as mothers too, I think it's, I mean, I know our husbands are busy Mm -hmm. and they do, but as mothers, like you said, we we're all there's always something to do. There's always laundry to be done. I don't know about you, but I I this laundry is always done. Listen, <laughs> that laundry. I I went we to the laundry mat last week. Right. I went because it was so much. Laundry is the story of my life. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I thought it was just me, but it's all through. But I love that what you said, and it made me think of the scripture. That says he will keep the imperfect peace yes. whose mind is stayed on me. Stayed on him. And like you, sometimes, you know what? I don't really have the testimony that I just, you know, love this uh this position of a pastor's wife. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had to submit my will to his. And when I began to do that, like you said, those were, you know, sometimes those bad words to people, they don't want to hear about submitting. But when you lay down your will, 
Yes. And you see what the father's will is. I'm telling you the peace that comes. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Absolutely. And it's, it's the peace that surpasses all understanding. <laughs> Cause they looking, how is she doing that with all them boys and doing all what she doing? I'm telling you, I mean, I have a six year old, my, my, my two older ones, they're in their twenties. So mm -hmm. they're about to get out of college. So really I just have the one and it's, he has me running. So I can imagine, but let's move on. I don't want to uh, digress. Um, my next question is, I want you to talk a little bit. Now we do know you and your husband have really been at the forefront of um, responding to the Flint water crisis. Yes. <clears throat> you guys have been forerunners and doing a lot when it comes to that. I know you've been um, showcased in some magazines and things like that. You want to touch on, that, on your work there a little bit? Yeah, you know, when we got here, um, my husband just celebrated his eighth pastoral anniversary. So when we got here eight years ago, mm -hmm. um, it was right at the whispers of what we now know today to be the water crisis. Um, so we, you know, we were just coming here to on assignment. This is where God has sent him mm -hmm. um, and to serve the people. You know, uh, we had no intentions of coming. We didn't even know what a water crisis was. <laughs> so. Um, but you know, when you commit yourself to the work, um, it's God who gives you the assignment. And so, uh, he saw fit to, um, provide to us in a way where we could, um, provide to the community at large. Mm -hmm. Um, and so with that, um, my husband, he kind of placed in my hands to, um, help cultivate and develop um, our relationship. We were contacted by Jaden Smith. Um, they, you, and it just goes to show, you just never know who's watching you. It's, you never know who's watching you. Um, right, right. His team reached out to us, maybe like two, year two of the water crisis or year three of the water crisis. And, and you know, just said, hey, we've been watching you guys. We want to come and connect with you. Um, of course, we were not, uh, open doors because, um, as you know, a lot of celebrities and people came to Flint just for optics, yeah. you know, right. and, and right. for us, it's, it's always been about the work. I'm not here for pictures. I'm not here for my name to be called. Yeah. I'm here to serve the people. And so if you're not that, I don't care what your name is, how much money you got. If that's not what you're about, then we're not this, we're not the church that, that you want to partner with. Yeah. Um, and so, he he came to us very grassroots in a grassroots way, not mm -hmm. with cameras um, behind scenes and said, listen, this is what I have. This is what I can do. I have mm -hmm. a water company. I'm interested in, in connecting with you all to see how we can connect. And so together we collaborated and came up with um, the water box. It's a portable water filtration system that can um filled a 30 gallon, I mean, a five gallon jug of water in 30 minutes. And that was our mm. way of providing some type of sustainability to the residents of Flint. Prior yeah. to that, we had our, of course, we had our, um, our bottle water drive where at one time we had four to five warehouses of water where we would do boots on the ground, mm -hmm. you know, obviously gave our water at the church, but um, this water box, which we still are serving today, um, has been a way for us, our contribution to the city. So currently we have four water boxes throughout the city. Wow. That is amazing. 
Uh, and that's what I'm talking about. That's kingdom. That's, yeah. kingdom. that's not, you know, just in the four walls. And I love that. I think God is really calling us in these last days to really be more community minded and to evangelize like never before. And Absolutely. I, I, I appreciate what you all are doing. Yeah, because the, the truth of the matter is, you know, some people, not everybody is church. And we we yep. as the church have to be OK with that. That's why he told us to go ye therefore. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes your service or I always say this to people, people don't read the Bible, but they will read you. There you go. And so sometimes your service is the only is the only um, picture of God that they have that they see or that they have access to. And so. It shouldn't be for fame and for fortune. It should really be about the heart, you know, the, the love and the compassion for those that may have less than you. Or if God has placed you in a position to give back, then that's what we ought to do. Absolutely. And I and I do. I truly believe that that's what the scripture meant when it said we are living epistles, you know, yes. and we like you said, they'll read us. And, and the scripture says that that's mm -hmm. that's Bible, you know. Yeah. They're going to look at you and they're going to see what Jesus, they, do they see you loving? Do they see you being kind? Do they see you helping your neighbor? You know, the Bible says again, Jesus said, when you do this to the, to the least of them, you've done it unto me. That's right. And so the word of God, like you said, is everything that we need is there. And um, if we just do our best to abide by it, I think things will be a lot better. So yeah. I'm going to move on to, I believe this is about my last question. I feel like I could talk to you forever. Yeah, we got a little more time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I know I know we got you got things to do, but I want to talk about this new is it I guess it's a new project, right? Would you say the Revive Community Health Center? It's new to the community, it's not new to me because I okay. <laughs> Can you kind of tell us tell us how how that came about and you know yeah. how long has it been in operation? Yeah, so Revive has the the name, the entity, the concept, the idea has been around since 2016. Oh, wow. um, this is, again, this is birthed out of the water crisis. We knew that out of all that we were doing at our church, um, you know, and people just truly don't know the story behind that. We had partnership with a church in Washington, D.C. called Alpha Street. Mm -hmm. um, and they would send teams of five to eight people weekly um, for free to us to help us, you know, have the boots on the ground. And so um, the church, there's a building across the street from the church that we were using as our water station and um, two story building. It had been vacant for prior to us even coming here. Um, and so we knew that giving out water was just a, a, a short term answer to something that we we knew because of the effects of lead would be long term and so that's how revive community health center came about um and and currently what we are doing now uh since we've been able to receive some funding from the state to actually get the program off the ground um what we do now is service expecting mothers in the flint and genesee county um, there, Flint specifically, um, in 2019, the infant death rate in Flint was more than double that of the United States. What? And I don't know if a lot of residents know that. I don't think so. I yeah. don't think 
and that's according to the Flint and Genesee County Community Needs Assessment. In 2019, the mm. infant death rate in Flint was more than double than that of the United States. Oh my. Um, yeah, and so um, maternal infant mortality rate is, is, is high here in Flint and Genesee County. Um, some of that can be attributed to the, the, the effects of lead, but then some of that comes to racial disparities um, mm -hmm. when it comes to the to um, the healthcare sector. And so Revive Community Health Center, what we do is um, we provide wraparound services through our Revive Village program, um, where it's completely free for expecting moms. Uh, it's currently free uh, for expecting mothers in Flint and Genesee County, um, where they're assigned what we call a life liaison. Um, which is similar to case management um, to help uh, uh, refer them to any resources that they need to mitigate or decrease any outside stress factors. So, you know, naturally it's stressful on your body carrying a baby, but um, if you have additional children and you don't have a refrigerator, well, that's stress. Um, if you have additional children and they sleeping on the floor. So we've been able to help moms in that capacity. But in addition to that, they also get fully educated on all things pregnancy with our Baby Bucks workshop. Mm -hmm. And with those workshops, we have over 15 workshops where um, that covers everything from breastfeeding, postpartum, um, um, uh, uh, maternal self-care, stress management. Um, I think I already said postpartum, um, prenatal education. Mm -hmm. And so with these workshops, each mom receives what we call $25 in baby bucks, which is a certificate, but that allows the mom to come into the center and shop for brand new baby products. Oh. So by the time she has her baby, she has um, all her essential needs for up to three months and she's fully educated on all things pregnancy. We even have a workshop on, that's called Knowing Your Rights. Mm -hmm. Because moms need to know that in terms of breastfeeding, by law, if you go to work, they have to give you time to breastfeed by law. Um, and so just knowing your rights, knowing about the different tests. Every time you go to the office, you got to pee in a cup or they got to mm -hmm. poke you and you don't know what what this is for. So mm -hmm. we really take the time out to educate the moms on um, all things pregnancy um, during their time with us. And we're with them until the child is two years old. So it's, it's a really good wow. program. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, that's wonderful. So it seems that you can really, um, you take the, you take the child right until they're ready for, um, head start or preschool. Cause I think they start head start about three. Mm -hmm. So I'm all prepared for that. That's, that's amazing. Yes. I love that. I love that. So tell me with the, the revive. So you said about 2016 is when, then it, when it started to, kind of come to fruition yeah the concept the idea was you know getting developed but we we didn't actually infiltrate a program until 2020 okay okay mm -hmm. so so okay so what would you say has been like the most challenging thing mm. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can put one look how much time you got no <laughs> no i i would say um you know, to be honest, I'm going to be very transparent in saying um, just feeling unworthy mm. um, because, again, my background is in marketing and advertising. And so mm. while I am a mom, 
you know, um, being the CEO of a company or of an organization concerning um, health, that's yeah. just not my area of expertise. However, um, God has <laughs> continued to remind me that it is not about your resume that he's interested in. It's not about your credentials. It's about your obedience. And I've come to accept and learn that through my obedience, God um, qualifies me. And, (laughs) and, um, and, and he is, is he, I mean, he's just such a good guy because he has blessed me and surrounded me with experts that are in this field that don't mind allowing me to sit at their feet and learn on how to develop a program that's near and dear to my heart. And, that has produced results. Um, just last week, we enrolled 28 moms in 48 hours. Wow. Um, yeah, 28 expecting mothers in Flint and Genesee County in 48 hours. Um, and so the program is doing phenomenal. Our first partner um, in referrals was Hamilton Community Health Network, um, okay. the largest FQHC in Genesee County. Yes. Um, we've partnered. I mean, we, it's, it's the testimony of it all is just, it's nothing but God. I can't, I, I dare not take credit for it. Um, but that has been in the beginning stages, I'll say that was, that was kind of difficult for me to adjust to because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it was just like, Holy Spirit just kept saying, you know, but do you trust me? And I'm like, yeah, I trust you, but God, I I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. And so I had to surrender. And um, once I surrendered and let go of what society may say, or, you know, that type of thing, and just solely depend on God, that's when the doors began to open. And that's when the connections began to, to be made. And so, um, that was the, the the most difficult part in the beginning. Now I would just say, um, just ensuring that the community knows about us. Um, mm-hmm. Like I say, we're fairly new to the community, um, but you know I don't believe in in going after the big bang um, idea up front. I mm-hmm. I prefer to slowly build and to have some um, sustainability. Yes. Versus letting everybody know who we are, and now I'm. I don't have the capacity to withhold it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're, our name is definitely getting out there. We, we, all of our events are free to our moms. And so we're, we're building at our own pace, running our race at our pace. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, that's amazing. I, I just want to congratulate you and say kudos to you for, because what I hear you saying um, basically is that, when you begin to step out on faith, that's what faith is. Mm-hmm. You don't always see, you know, I, I ask the Lord, really, you want to, you want me to do, you know, but I, I don't think I'm eloquent in speech. You want me to do a podcast? I mean, no one knows me, but you know, he has a plan. Yes. And he knows exactly what he's doing and he can, he knows the, the end from the beginning, as they say. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say kudos to you and um, Pastor Tillman, for all that you all are doing in this community. And um, I'm hoping that there's some way. I want you to tell us um, before you go, how can people help? Because I do. I've talked with my husband um, and I want to I want to do more for the Revive Center. I think you guys are doing a lot. Um, so I'm going to see, you know, we're going to go to our team at, at church and see how we can brainstorm to um, definitely be 
some kind of uh, help. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Well, I, first, I appreciate you um, extending that that offering invitation. Um, we're always in need of brand new. Simply because with our with our program, um, as the moms matriculate through the baby bucks workshops, like I say, they get those baby bucks, which allow them to come into the center to shop for brand new products. And mm -hmm. let me just emphasize this because our program is new. And this is this is very intentional mm -hmm. um, because our program is free. Um, when you and you'll have to come by the center when you come to the center, it doesn't look free. Um, it doesn't feel free. I hear um, you. And we on purpose only accept brand new items because mm -hmm. for me, I want our moms um, to understand that we value them yeah. and understand that we appreciate um, them being a part of, of allowing us to be a part of their village. Yes. Um, and so that's very intentional, um, especially because we service a lot of low income African-American women. Um, and so we're always in need of brand new products, baby, all things, baby products. So that's diapers, wipes, you know, baby tubs, onesies. Mm -hmm. Um, we do take, um, brand new clothing, uh, from zero to three months. Okay. Um, you know, anything, everything except for formula, um, cause we really promote breastfeeding. So, um, that's definitely one way, um, that you can, uh, find a way to, to help us, um, because we always are in need of those products. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. And then it would you do you prefer cash donations? Do you prefer um, gift cards? You know, I I I I don't like to count people money. <laughs> so I, I always tell people with whatever way you feel comfortable in giving. We've had people order online and just have it shipped to us. We've okay. had people give cash um, on a monthly basis, kind of like a um, returning every month. They there's there's something that they give us, and then we have people that will go and buy the products and drop them off to us. So okay. whichever you know, whatever is is comfortable for you. Um, if if it is a, a actual financial, um, if it's money that you're giving, just know that that money is going to go towards our baby bucks room. We're going to go shopping, and I, I always post pictures. Um, of us shopping and letting our, you know, Facebook followers and Instagram followers know, hey, we, we gearing up to get some more products for our moms, you know. Yeah. So um, I believe in, in 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 being a good steward over what God has given you. So Amen. Amen. Well, that's, you know, that's obvious. That is, it, it shows. Well, Lady Tillman, I'm telling you, it's, it's been such a pleasure to finally um, be able to sit and have a conversation with you and I definitely want our ministry to partner with you all and to see, you know, how we can assist in, in the future as well. Um, but I thank you so much. And, and remember, those of you who are listening, I hope you have um, enjoyed this conversation. And I want you to reach out. I want you to go. How can they contact you, Lady Tillman? Oh, sure. Um, I can be. So they can always follow us on um Facebook and Instagram. Um, okay. Facebook is our is our Revive uh, Community Health Center. Um, you can definitely follow us on there. We're always uh, doing some fun stuff, <laughs> doing some fun stuff via our Facebook page um, and keeping our our moms and the community 
um, engaged on what we have going on. Um, but in addition to that, um, our website is revivechc.org. Mm -hmm. um, or we can be reached at area code 810-201-4906, 810-201-4906. And um, our office hours is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 10 to 4. All right. And I'll definitely have all of that information in our show notes for you all. Um, but again, thank you so much. I pray God's choice blessings on you and everything that you find your hands to do. I pray that God would prosper you. I pray that he would anoint you even the more. I pray that he would protect you and keep you as you go about your journey. Thank you so much for being who you are. And thank you for this time, Lady Tillman. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. This is a pretty cool idea. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me and even thinking or considering me to be a part of your show. Oh, wonderful. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, keep living for the kingdom, y'all. All right. Bye-bye.